0: Hello, and welcome back to the Raw Thoughts Podcast. In this episode, Branwyn and I are going to be sharing some ways to avoid creative burnout and to stay motivated to do all things creative, no matter what it might be. We're going to share some successes that we've had with this, some ways that we struggle, and of course, all of our raw thoughts along the way. I hope that you enjoy this episode, and I'll see you next time. As always, remember to check all the links in the description for more information about the episode and ways to support us. I appreciate you listening, and I'll see you later. Bye! Well, I was trying to figure out how to title this, because... At first, I wanted to how to avoid creative blocks. And then I'm like, do people know what that means? <laughs> and, then, and then I was thinking, oh, how to stay motivated to do art? But I'm like, does that, that doesn't have a ring to it. I don't know. I was having a hard time. <laughs> I was typing for so long. Oh, man. I'm sure I'll figure it out in post. But anyway, that's kind of the topic we're going on. Just like how to stay creative, stay motivated. and in- whatever creative thing you're doing, not necessarily like Mm -hmm. art or painting, but just anything. Any,
1: Any creative endeavors.
0: Yeah, any creative endeavors you might be on. Um I feel like you're pretty like you're pretty good at staying motivated. I was thinking back and I remember in Toronto at certain times, or maybe not Toronto, even even maybe here like when you moved here earlier there would be times where you're like, "Oh, I haven't. I feel like I haven't done anything creative in a long time, and I want to, but I feel like you haven't really been yeah. struggling with that as much lately. Do you know why?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I, I was thinking back about that too because I know we've had these conversations where, you know, I've been like, "Yeah, I just can't do it. I can't find the motivation. Mm-hmm. I feel like that has not happened to me in a while. Like in a while. Hmm. And. It's very interesting. I think it's because I got more. I think part of it's getting more into the routine of it. So, like, if I'm bored or I want to find something to do, I go straight to this because I'm like straight to creative stuff because I'm used to it, you know. So it's become mm-hmm. more of a habit for me um, than before. But I think also for me. Personally, having a lot of different outlets.
0: Yeah, for because sure. Because you have a lot of different I, like crafting stuff that you can choose from.
1: Yeah, and art stuff like, like if I get bored of something, I'll do something else. Like crocheting is one thing, um, and then within crocheting, it's like oh scarves and hats, whatever, or bookmarks and stuffies. Or jewelry, I can do bracelets or necklaces or painting or sewing. I had just got into sewing, so I just added another thing. And for sewing you can make like wearable garments or you could just do like fun sewing projects like bags or easier things.
0: Right. Well you said like printing. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. And then, like you yeah. said, within those, like, art forms, there's, like, multiple things you can do. So, yeah, that helps switching it yeah. up. But, like, so you say, like, oh, it became a habit. But then it's, like, how did it become a habit? I guess that's the thing. It's hard to look back on because if if you're not, like, really intentionally trying to form a habit, it usually just happens. Like, you do it enough mm-hmm. and you get enough, like, mm-hmm. good feelings from it that, like, you kind of just go there. I guess?
1: Yeah, I think it was like too, um, because I had a lot of pressure that I wanted to paint, and I want to be a painter. So I'd be like, I need to paint, I need to paint, and I'd get stressed about it, and I wouldn't do anything creative. Whereas when I just started doing like fun little crafty stuff more, that kind of got my creative juices flowing, I actually end up Like, I paint a lot more now, even though it's not the only
0: thing I I do. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because I was actually just thinking about that when we're, before we were going to record this, because I was thinking, I don't have as many creative outlets. I mean, maybe I do. They're just very different. They're very different. I mean, some of them are similar, but for me, it's like podcasting, writing, live streaming. Um, I guess like I do some like drawing and stuff too, mm-hmm. even cooking. You do all can sorts be kind of... of. Yeah,
1: you know. yeah. You do all sorts of writing too. Like that branches off into so many things as well.
0: Yeah, but I was thinking, um, like sometimes you can get stuck on one thing, and I was just thinking about. Mm, I wonder if I just did other little creative things that weren't related to kind of you know your main thing that you want to do it would probably help yeah like just get the creative juices flowing even if it's like really not related at all you know and Mm -hmm. yeah I was thinking about how I want to start doing more of that because I think that you know especially if you're trying to do this thing as like a like an identity or like a job it's so much pressure and that just that kind of pressure just kills creativity like creativity cannot thrive under that kind of pressure, you know so yeah I mean I know there's like multiple factors too because I feel like also when I was like unemployed sometimes it was even worse sometimes even though you have more time I just think there was a factor of depression, like just not getting out enough. Not even necessarily that doesn't always happen when you're employed, but there's certain phases within that where like I don't know, it was just in a rut in general in my life. So it's also hard to be creative during those times as well.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like the times where I think back where I was like the most depressed is like when I was making things the least like amount of time. Right spending least amount of time on creative stuff
0: yeah and you're also probably like you know if you know with the unemployed thing you know it's like feeling like you need to get a job that's a lot of pressure like low grade pressure a lot of the time Mm -hmm. and that doesn't also give like room for creative things to happen as much yeah
1: and then like with the money thing I feel like when I or like when I was unemployed it was like oh how can I make money off of this I need to make money off of this whereas like thinking about it now I'm like oh I want to make money off of my art but it'd be nice for some like you know different kind of income but I don't have to sell everything I make whereas maybe when you're unemployed there's more pressure about money and like at least for me, like thinking like, oh, I need to make great paintings that I can sell so I can make it actually feasible.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I feel like, like, it's not only about money. I mean, it is about money when you're unemployed, but also like, for me, at least my type of unemployment wasn't just like a, run-of-the-mill like oh I'm just gonna find the next job in my field I didn't have a field I didn't have so I'm also trying Mm -hmm. to figure out like who am I what do I want to do as a career could I possibly could this be like my career like not just like money but like my whole identity and that's a lot of pressure Mm. too you know and then you know like you said it is like money as well um but not out of like a desperation of like I need to pay rent but also just, like, I need to find out what I'm doing with my life, you know? Like, what's going on? So yeah. That's a lot of pressure. Um, but, yeah, I think that definitely having a job, it's it's weird because it allows you more freedom and financially of not worrying about that. And maybe putting less pressure on yourself, but, like, creating something to fuel your whole existence But also, you know, you have less time and you can be less, you can be more tired and then sometimes less creative. I don't know. It kind of depends for me. I feel like it's a bit of both sometimes.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. It's a a fine balance because sometimes I just feel burnt out from work and then I don't want to do anything like creative, any, any extra stuff yeah
0: Yeah, I also think that so when I started podcasting and like going down this whole field of like oh I want to be a content creator and stuff it was at a point where I'm trying to figure out what to do with my life and so basically I was like okay I'm just going to channel all my creative energy into that because that's what I need to do because I need to like make money and like you know (laughs) figure out what I'm doing with my life and so I kind of like dropped all of other creative stuff um, because I'm like, okay, this is my thing now. And now I'm kind of trying to reintroduce that stuff into my life because like you said, it does make you more inspired to do everything. <laughs> like just getting the, getting the ball rolling with like little things. Mm-hmm. I just think I kind of dropped it for a few years because I'm just like, this I have to do this you know um but also with something like content creation it's so like integrated easily because you can make content about different art and creative stuff that you're doing so it's yeah you know if all you're doing is content creation what's your content about (laughs) you know so yeah I think that's where I struggle and that's where I was like where I've been struggling recently with being creative because it's, like, very just, like, oh, I have to get my podcast done. <laughs> you know, I have to, like, record. And, you know, it's just that's all that I've really been doing lately. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, like, when you're, like, oh, I have to paint, it, like, gets very hard to be creative. You know, you get kind of get... um hung up on it and you just start overthinking and it doesn't become very fun anymore yeah. you know it's just kind of like a thing yeah. that you have to do yeah totally like when I started
1: maybe a year ago I started making jewelry and I was like this is awesome like this is my thing like I can sell this this is good. and then I fell out of that hyper fixation of it and it was like oh uh, like I can't do it anymore. Like all the negative feelings associated with that. And then I wasn't like doing much because I like was so, like, I associated myself so much with that at the time. Whereas mm-hmm. now I'm like, okay, I do lots of things. So if I fall off of doing one thing, I'll just move on to the
0: next. And it's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like that's easy. Like with your stuff, it kind of all ties in like the, like it's all different crafty, like little things. Like, well, not little, but like, you know, painting, like making scrunchies or making jewelry or crocheting things, you know, these kind of things. Um, Yeah. Like that would kind of all go together. I think what I struggle with is like how everything fits together because some things just feel like, I don't know, like totally unrelated, like I was saying, but not that it has to mm-hmm. be related, but just it yeah, feels it like it's taking to me be. away from my, do you know what I mean? Like it's taking me away. And I think that's what's been stopping me from being like super motivated. Um, mm. You know, cause it's, it, they're very different, like podcasting and like creating a little, trinket or something is like so I'm like how does this fit together not that it needs to fit together but it's just that's where my mind goes you know yeah yeah that makes sense because I'm trying to like I'm still trying to create a career so I think that's it I think that's the main thing that just holds me back in general you know yeah but I think that uh it's honestly I think anytime you do art and you like make it like rigid it just doesn't work like if you're trying to like make it into a career feel like you have to just find something that you already enjoy doing and you're enjoying doing it and like there's no like restrictions and then once it becomes a career like then you can worry about that stuff then but like yeah you know it's kind of totally. early. <laughs> For me, anyway,
1: like I cannot have like r- rigid like expectations. I feel like I get too stressed about mm-hmm. it. Even with like deadlines, like I have a big procrastination background and like, yeah, like uh, I had a gallery show and there was like a deadline. And I kept putting it off and off and off. But then when it comes to art, you can't rush it. Like you've got to do it in like a time where you feel inspired.
0: Mm-hmm. For me
1: anyway, it's like better for me that way.
0: Mm-hmm. And when there's a deadline, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I'll push it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, I think that's another thing. It's... um. Yeah, it's hard with deadlines to be artistic because you're not always going to be inspired. I think that there are definitely things like if you in the future had to get used to working under deadlines for whatever reason, you there is ways that you can motivate yourself, like just starting or like, you know, putting on inspirational music or like just like literally starting to work on it i think a lot of the times you get the juices Mm -hmm. flowing like there's different ways you could get inspired but you have to give yourself enough time to get inspired like a few times before you'd actually like you know get a good chunk of stuff done um right it's not like there's definitely ways to do it though
1: yeah like during school being like oh the night before let's get it done (laughs) No.
0: Which is like motivation too, I guess. But uh, like sometimes it can be like motivating to work under pressure. Yeah. But with art, it's kind of tricky, especially with things that like you need to take time. And I think that's what's tough with the the podcast is it's every week. You know, I have a deadline every week. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Difficult. You got to make your inspiration somehow, I guess. But that's why I think I need to combine it with other things that don't need a deadline, you know. And I think that Mm -hmm. if you're struggling to be creative, it's probably like, well, first of all, take a step back from what you're doing. Like, just try not doing that thing. Um, And also, like, art should be, like, pleasurable. It shouldn't be, like, a chore. So if you're Mm -hmm. thinking about something as a chore switch up to something that you feel like is fun like I don't know if it's like the expectations you put on or it's just like not what you're into anymore because like interests just change but I feel like a lot of it is just taking a step back and like reworking like looking at things a little bit differently or just taking a break straight up break sometimes like yeah can really help
1: yeah right and like you said finding inspiration like gotta find things that like inspire you like different like ways that you find inspiration like some people it's like going on a walk I feel I feel like for me going on a walk is nice and then if I'm like feeling low energy not inspired honestly scrolling on Pinterest I love my Pinterest it is so geared towards me and Whenever I scroll on there, I'll scroll on there for like half an hour. I never get like stuck, stuck because I'll see something and be like, oh, and just like feel so inspired by other people's like art. And I'll want to
0: like do something. Yeah. And it has to be like from there. Yeah. Cause I was going to say it can be a double edged sword because you can get inspired. But I feel like if you maybe have like an algorithm, like maybe even on Instagram or like other things, almost people's art can be like, so like good quality that you're like oh I can never do that my art sucks you know you have to find something that's like (laughs) geared towards you that's doable you know (laughs) like projects and like things like that um yeah does that happen to you um not really me particularly because I don't really do a lot of like physical like painting and stuff Mm -hmm. but I feel like I've even talked to you about it before, to be honest, but like in the time where you were like really not inspired, you're just like, oh, I just scroll on and it's going to see yeah, so much like I remember... art, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I really, I remember feeling like that. I don't really feel like that anymore when I scroll, but I definitely do remember feeling like that.
0: Well, I mean, I think just it's being combined, so hard like, on you... yourself yeah but also if like you're not you're trying to do something and it's not like you have a creative block around it and then you're seeing all these people create like then it becomes like it's not inspirational it's like oh like it's almost like a reminder of what you're not doing if you're already doing creative stuff and you're feeling confident about that then I feel like seeing other people's art is an inspiration you know yeah so it's kind of depending on where you're at (laughs) I feel like sometimes stepping away. Definitely. And
1: yeah. And like you said, sometimes you just need a full-on break. Like, not doing anything.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Like, you know, creative burnout. It's like, there are people always like, how do I avoid burnout? How do I avoid this? And it's like, well, you're burnt out. Take a break. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah, it's like burnout at work.
1: Like, just take some time off. That's how
0: you fix it. Yeah, take a little vacation. gather inspiration from living life versus doing more things you know which is you know it's tricky sometimes to do especially with the pressure that you put on yourself but sometimes you need that I wish you know the thing I wish is I feel like I get burnt out and then I just take breaks like unintentionally and I think a break is so much more relaxing and like actually rejuvenating when you intentionally take it like, Hey, I'm just going to take a month off of the podcast or I'm just going to take a month off of doing whatever this thing is that I'm feeling burnt out about. Like giving yourself that permission, I feel like actually makes it so much more powerful (laughs) than just almost feeling like you're procrastinating and just pushing it off and then yeah like, oh shit i haven't done it in like a month what the hell you know
1: yeah like you're giving yourself a real break
0: yeah tangible yeah not just like avoiding it for weeks <laughs> you know and then it's like oh yeah. it's a break i took a break it's like that's not really a break
1: so thinking about it like feeling right? guilty like guilt is the worst thing really I I know for so yeah. many things I'm like guilt is the worst thing
0: <laughs> I know I know and that's that is hard when you have deadlines that you've set yourself to it's not just like a like an actual deadline like the gallery yeah. it's like you needed to get that there like by this time or it's not yeah. gonna happen deadlines that you set yourself is like ooh, <laughs> it's tough yeah it's tough um you do feel good when you meet the deadline, but you feel real bad when you don't meet it. uh, Yeah. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. And then also just doing some stuff for just you as
0: well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I think like, that's why for me, the podcast, it is for me, but I have to be like, honest and the fact that it's always going to have something tied to it right like there's always things tied to it and I can um like rethink it and and you know take away some of that pressure for sure but it's always going to have a little bit of like hey this is a commitment that I made to like myself to the people who listen to like people on my patreon um so it's not just a purely just for me kind of thing even though like sometimes maybe that would be more inspiring um and i can think of it in ways like oh this is for me like i i like having conversations with you and like with other friends and mm-hmm. you know i like you can definitely get some of the joy back but i think i also need to do things that are purely like there's no achievement like there's nothing yeah like there's literally no point in doing it at all like there's nothing even to show for it you know i think that's sometimes what you need to do um yeah to get inspired you know and to get that joy from like creating so yeah i'm trying to do more of that stuff and i think that like if anyone's struggling with that it is you You have to find stuff that you're doing for yourself too if you're finding that like you're putting pressure on yourself about something like just something that's literally pointless like, no point other than just yeah. making art, you know, or creating right. or whatever. What have you been doing for that lately? Um, I have been writing, which is, like, I haven't been doing it a lot recently. But, you know, it's literally no point. I'm, like, I'm not going to publish this book. <laughs> it's just me writing. Even though it's so oh, funny, I'll always I want to like, read it. Well, I know you can read it, but, like. I'll, like when I started writing it I was like jumping to like oh like I wonder how I'd publish this and then I'm like no stop because <laughs> <Like, stop. laughs> I mean, I'm talking to my therapist and she's like I'm the type of person where I need to have my day filled with a lot of things but I've realized that I need them to not be achievement based and I'm like yeah because there's certain things you want to achieve at in life and that's healthy but if everything you're doing, you know, so that's why, like, when I started writing, I was like, no, I'm just gonna make this a whatever thing. It's just gonna be fun. If it turns into something later, no, like I need to stop. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, writing. See, I have trouble with this. This is I'm, I'm healing from this. But it's, I think that's what creates a lot of my creative blocks, because it's a lot of it is achievement based or like, you know, something has to show for it. But anyway, writing, um, I've been trying to, like, do some singing more here and there, I guess. Just, like, playing ukulele. Like, I don't know, just doing nothing. Um, and then I've been... Well, I got that book recently from our friend Amanda's market shop thing and it's like a (laughs) journal that has like prompts for creative stuff and like collaging and stuff like that I think that's all I've been doing trying to think oh I've been creating videos too I guess that has Mm -hmm. a little bit more but I've kind of been like a little bit more tied to it but I've kind of just been doing that here and there, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. A few things. Definitely want to do a few more things. Like you said, I think you, you got to build a repertoire. You got to build, like, a a bunch of things that you can kind of do, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, like, you have a lot of, like, crafting supplies and, like, different... yeah things you can do. Or even, like, supplies going. that, like, you know, they go across categories. Like, you could, like, do this with them, but also do something else. You know? hmm But, um... Yeah, I think something else that's kind of hard is... I don't know. It's, I feel like it's a little difficult if you don't have, like, a physical hobby. Because there's not like a physical reminder that that thing is there does that make sense maybe that's just my ADHD and object permanence thing (laughs) but I almost forget that I can do certain things because it's not physically like I don't have like Oh, beads, I can make jewelry. Or, I mean, even though I do have beads, <laughs> I can make jewelry. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, just um, like w- with creative stuff that's more metaphysical, like writing on the computer or podcasting, things like that the only physical thing that you have there is your device and you do so much other things on your device that it's not really like a reminder that oh I hey i can do that creative thing when you have a crafting thing you have like supplies to make those crafts so i feel like you know when you look at that you're like oh yeah i can do this i guess like pinterest you can do that too you know but i guess that's what i struggle with also i don't know it's interesting mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That's interesting. Although I do I I get it because like I like to play guitar too and I just got my guitars fixed. They've been broken for so long. Mm. So it's so nice to have that option and like it's so like I like the ukulele, but I started like playing music. I started with the guitar so it feels more nostalgic for me. Um, and I always forget I have that option, Mm -hmm. you know, some nights I'll, like, look over and be like, oh, yeah, like, I can always play music for fun and learn different
0: songs and, Mm -hmm. yeah, so true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, that is a huge thing, like, even if you have, like, art supplies to have them organized in a way you can like easily see what's there i think that is a huge thing for creativity too because you can literally forget about things because they're just like Mm
1: -hmm. in the back
0: of some closet somewhere you know literally and
1: i had like we had small spaces and like closets and stuff they were like scattered around our whole place like in different areas different cupboards now that i have every craft thing like i got like a big cabinet and everything is, like, in that cabinet or in a dresser, like, across, like, they're all in one room, I find it so much easier, like, so much easier.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, like, obviously, like, if you don't have the luxury of having, like, space for that, like, a crafting room or something, I feel like another way you could probably do it is just really creating a list of creative stuff and, like, keeping it up by your bed or something or in your living room and being like oh yeah I can do that and that and that you know like just reminding yourself that there's things that you can do whenever you're feeling that like restlessness or whatever and again putting things on there that are not achievement based that are purely just for enjoyable you know just being just enjoying um Mm -hmm. but yeah I think that I feel like that could be helpful too
1: yeah it would be
0: like a good option is like puzzling oh yeah true i never really thought of that as like creative but i guess kind of using your creative feel like, muscle a bit
1: yeah yeah for for me it sort of feels like that. i know how like i get how you would think like oh it's not but mm-hmm. i don't know there's something about it that i'm like ooh, you know it's like a different way of thinking about things it's kind of like you got to use your brain,
0: but it's more visual. That's true. I mean, you are kind of creating um, a picture in the end, so.
1: Yeah, and there's really, like, not not a ton of pressure with a puzzle. Like, you're not, you know, it's just for you kind of thing.
0: Yeah, you're not really going to make a career out of puzzling. Although, you can make a career out of anything these days. And I think that's what's hard for me, too, is because I'm still searching for... Because I don't want to do corporate work forever. Like, I want to do something creative. Mm-hmm. And what's hard is everything these days can be a job. Like, there's literally a person on YouTube who probably does Rubik's Cubes for a living. Like, they just solve Rubik's mm-hmm. Cubes. Oh my or God. I do puzzles, you know? Like,
1: yeah. No, I think the same thing. Like, even I got this like miniature DIY thing, right? And when I was making it, I was like, I had the, my first thought was like, I can record
0: this and put it on TikTok while I do it, you know? That is so funny because the same thing happened to me because you got me a miniature kit for Christmas. And Mm -hmm. I was just talking to my therapist that week about, oh, I need to do like more things just for fun, not achievement, you know? Stay creative. And then I started doing that and I started filming it. And I was like, then I got so like, oh my God, I need to like film every single part of this. Like I need to put it up. Like I'll do multiple parts. Like it'll be like part one, part two (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. going. And then I was literally like wanting to create, but I was like, oh, the lighting isn't good right now. So I can't do it. And then I was like, wait, what am I doing? This is not (laughs) Because yeah, anything now you can make content out of. So any single creative thing you do can be content now, which can be a job, which can be money and a career, and, the, you know, it, like, puts a lot of pressure. Um, yeah, it's
1: tricky. Yeah, especially when you're I, finding I do your the thing same thing still. Yeah, I do the same thing whenever I'm, like, starting a painting or starting something. I'm like, oh, I should film it. <laughs> and yeah, And then it just, like takes the joy out of it it takes
0: yes yeah. yeah and i wish i was i feel like there's some people where like that is their joy like filming it that is yeah their joy is. oh i'm creating a video like my dad like he's like a filmmaker he loves
1: no oh, yeah to
0: film things like that inspires him for me I'm kind of an in-between where sometimes I feel like filming something will actually motivate me to do it and sometimes filming something just gets in the way and it's just like doesn't yeah you know Mm Hmm. I feel like when it's like
1: when it's an afterthought it kind of gets in the way from like when I'm starting something I'm like this would make a great video for TikTok and then I'm like no uh," and then it feels like a job but then if I'm kind of like already feeling like filming being you know, it's not an afterthought, then it feels more like better.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because when it's like your your initial thought, you are inspired to do that. When it's the afterthought it's almost that like capitalist part of you. It's like, oh let me like let me uh, monetize this and let me you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not really purely out of inspiration anymore um yeah yeah I do enjoy it sometimes but I I think that's what's tough too especially like trying to find your niche um but I think there's also I mean not everyone's like this but like at least for me you dolphin I know like it's not you're not really gonna stay on one hobby for like the rest of your life I feel like, like maybe you're going to probably go, go away from it, return back to it, that kind of thing. And I feel like that's just such an ADHD brain thing or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't even know if it's ADHD, but whatever it is, I feel like you can like approach it two ways. You can like fight it and always feel like, oh, I just need to stay consistent with this hobby and then feel really guilty when you're off of it and always be trying to like get back to doing this thing consistently. Or you can just work with it and be like, this is the type of brain I have. I'm going to get bored of doing something. So I need to, like, find a way to switch it up, even if it is the same hobby, but, like, freshen it up somehow. Oh, Um, totally. Yeah, and that's what you were talking about earlier. But I think that a lot of, like, people and even me, like... When I was younger, especially, I was just like, oh, if I can only find one hobby. And it's like, why is that the goal? Like, why? You know? I know, right? It did make it so much
1: harder when I was thinking. And like, so like, I had to have a, th- a thing, you know, I couldn't have multiple things.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like putting that pressure to find that perfect thing it's like, well, (laughs) that's okay. That's fine, actually. Also, I feel like I get pretty good at things pretty fast. So it's okay. Like, of course, I'm Mm -hmm. never going to be the level of expert, like, for someone like, let's say they've been crocheting for, like, 10 years or writing for 10 years, and that's all they do. But that's not the whole point either. Like, you don't have to be super skilled at something to enjoy it, you know? Mm Mm-hmm or even make a career out of it either. Like if you, that's what you want to mm-hmm. do too. But I think that's another thing is that a lot of people I think stray away from art or they get blocked when they don't feel happy with what they're creating. And it's like, well, the point of art is not really the end product. It's so hard not to think that way but i'll you know a lot of people are like oh i don't draw cuz i can't draw or i don't sing cuz i can't sing and it's like well you don't have to be good at it though to do it <laughs> you know so true the act of doing it you know the the process not the product
1: exactly basically. no that is so true and like there's no one way to do anything either like -hmm. Everyone's singing voice is so different. Everyone's drawing style is so different. Like,
0: there's not just one way. Do you find that you like tend to do things that you're good at? Like, that you're like technically proficient at? Like, are there any things that you just do that you like, you know, it's bad, but you're just like, you enjoy the process of it?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like, watercolor. I suck uh. at watercolor. Every time I do it, I hate the piece, but I'm always like, I'll just try. You know what I'm feeling like I just wanna do something, but like, yeah, that's the one thing. Like an oil pastels. Mm. Mm-hmm. I just can cannot get a hang of it. And everything I make, I'm like, ah, oh, this is so ugly, but like <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun doing yeah. it. Like, the process is fun. But, yeah, I've never, like, come out with something and been like, yes, I would hang this up or, like, I would do something right. with this. Like, they just sit in the cupboard.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's normal. I mean, yeah, think about kids going to kindergarten. It's not like they're making masterpieces. They're just learning and, like, having fun. Right? <laughs> I know. used to
1: love to sew when I was younger, too, actually. And I would make dresses for Phoebe my my stepsister I'd make her like dresses and make clothes for myself and they were awful like they were so bad (laughs) yeah you know as a kid and it's like you had fun you have fun doing it like it's not all
0: about the product yeah exactly yeah I feel like I need to do more things like that like things that I'm not good at I can't even really, well, I guess, I was like, I can't even really think of one. No, I'm joking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm great at everything,
0: so. No. <laughs> um, painting is definitely one of them where I'm just like, I just don't. I'm like, I don't enjoy the process. And I'm like, do I really not enjoy the process? Or is it that, like, I'm not good at it? Because I think when you're a perfectionist or, like, you have gotten a lot of like praise for things and stuff like that part of the fun is making a good end product that's like that's what like is fun about it um yeah and that's like not very motivating because like first of all you can't always make a something you're going to be happy with if you're a perfectionist and also you're not really enjoying the process then you're just like looking at the end outcome of it but uh Yeah, it's tough when you do have skill in something and you've gotten validation because I feel like it's like, ooh, that's – you're going to crave that, you know? (laughs) Like,
1: Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah,
0: not even validation from other people, but just, like, even looking at a product and feeling happy with it yourself, like. Yeah. Yeah, but I I definitely want to practice doing more things that I'm just, like, not good at and just – being okay with that because like I said that's something that's just for you there's no point in doing it other than just enjoying the process and I do feel like that helps you be creative about the things that there is a point to you know like if you actually do want to do something creatively
1: yeah that's so true well when I started sewing too like uh when I lived at my nanas like two years ago and I started it was like everything was so bad but the process was so fun and then over time I just got better at it
0: exactly yeah and that's our show if you want to hear the rest of this conversation where I go into a study that I found that actually perfectly ties into everything that we've been talking about make sure you join up on the patreon It's linked in the description and you can listen to part 2 there where I posted a secret episode for patrons ears only. And before I go, I gotta thank the people that make this all possible, my patrons! First off, a very special shout out to my sunflower patrons, that is Branwyn and my lovely mom and dad. We have my fern patrons, Patty, Gar, and Matthew and my sprout patron, Dolphin. Thank you all so, so much. I appreciate you all every single day. And thanks you two for listening. Appreciate you as well. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you next time.